the race is over, he will be Joe Biden's challenger. Well, before securing a resounding victory in South Carolina over Nikki Haley, former President Trump wasted no time setting his sights on November, taking center stage at the Conservative Political Action Conference, commonly known as CPAC. Trump's address steered clear of any mention of his Republican rival, Nikki Haley. Instead, though, he directed all of his attention squarely at President Biden, delivering stark warnings and bold promises for America's future. A vote for Trump is your ticket back to freedom. It's your passport out of tyranny. And it's your only escape from Joe Biden and his gang's fast track to hell. November 5th will be our new liberation day. But for the liars and cheaters and fraudsters and censors and imposters who have commandeered our government, it will be their judgment day. Scripps News political contributor and founder of The Warning Podcast and Substack Newsletter, Steve Schmidt, uh, joining us now. Pleasure to have you on board here at Scripps News, and it's always good to talk to you. Uh, and no shortage of news uh, to get to. I I'm just wondering, we'll start there with that soundbite. Uh, when you hear former President Trump say about Judgment Day and putting this in really dramatic terms you're you're escaped from from hell and we said months ago i will be your retribution when you put together some of these rhetorical flourishes i guess we can call them what do you what do you make of it well first off uh, good morning and it's a real pleasure to be joining the uh, scripts team i think that it's important to understand how profoundly these remarks deviate from anything that has ever been said by any person who has ever been in a position to be elected president of the United States. Donald Trump is both a former president and the presumptive nominee. And what he did all weekend is make a series of attacks comparing the political opposition to him in America to the Nazi Germans of World War II, calling for the destruction of his opposition, calling for retribution against any American who dares to assert their God-given rights to oppose him. So the rhetoric that we're seeing is a threat to the Constitution, to the country, to the political opposition. When you have a candidate who's talking about people as vermin, dehumanizing them, and threatening punishment if they impede his path to power, it's important to understand that we are in unchartered territory, and that unchartered territory is disorienting people. They don't know what to think about it. They don't know what to call it. They don't know what to name it. But what's gathering is dangerous and menacing, and it's coming closer. You do believe, and I don't ask this, this lightly, because I, I don't think it's a light matter at all. I think it actually is, is an existential matter. Do you really see comparisons between what Donald Trump is saying and what Hitler said? Well, the language of dehumanization, when you look at a political opponent, you look at a minority group, um, and you make them less than, you promise punishment. I think it's very important to understand that Adolf Hitler in 1928, 
high watermark electorally for the Nazis, excuse me, 1930, the high watermark for the Nazis, 1932, the year he took power. He ran on a platform of restoring order from chaos. He ran against inflation. Um, he ran against enemies who were subverting uh, the popular will in the majority of the country from his telling. So this language of dehumanization, of blaming, of threatening, I think it is important to take Donald Trump literally and seriously, or at least explore the matter further, when he talks about mass, deten de mass detention camps, mass concentration camps. Think about the police state tactics that would be necessary to deport the amounts of people that he's talking about. So it is very important to compare the speeches that Trump is giving with those speeches that were given 80 years ago. And any academic comparison between the two will find commonalities and, and, and easy, easy analogies between the two men. Remember, Adolf Hitler in 1928, 1930, 1932, isn't the Hitler we remember. What built and what gathered what was unleashed was a mass of inhumanity, but in the end, he did nothing that he didn't say he was going to do in the first place. And we should listen to Trump's words very carefully here because of that lesson from history. And back to the raw politics of the moment, why is Nikki Haley hanging around, do you think? I don't know the answer to the question. It's, a, it's really a psychological question, because at this point, as a practical matter, Nikki Haley, who, by the way, has, has not pulled back her comment from the first debate that no matter what, she'll support Donald Trump. So she's hanging in a race uh, that she has no chance of winning in any primary contest from here to the end against a man that she simultaneously pledges devotional support to while condemning him as an existential threat. So it is an incoherent campaign intellectually, morally, because its essence is undermined every day by her warnings about, about Trump. But, but the race is over, and Donald Trump is, is, has achieved uh, what he needs to to be considered the party's presumptive nominee. He will be Joe Biden's challenger. One more question before we go. We know that the Supreme Court is poised to play uh, perhaps the most pivotal role in a national election since Bush v. Gore back in the days of Florida and hanging chads in 2000 on both the issue of absolute presidential immunity and whether Trump can appear on the ballot. Do you have, what are your expectations for what the court may do? I, I think that uh, the tea leaves on this are clear. The court will, will deny the ludicrous notion that an American president has absolute immunity for his actions and is incapable of committing illegal acts. And they, they will also uh, not take Donald Trump off of the ballot. Uh, this will be a choice for the American people to make in November. It will not be decided in the, in the courts, and that is what the Supreme Court is going to rule. 
Scripps News political contributor and founder of The Warning, Steve Schmidt. Thanks so much for giving us some time. Again, welcome to the Scripps News team. Really, really good to have you on board. Uh, I have a feeling we will um, have some robust discussions between now and November, uh, yeah. to put it quite mildly. Thank you, sir. Take care. Thank you. And we do want our viewers to know we're going to have Steve on every Monday to talk about the latest developments in this um, deeply interesting and unconventional election cycle that we're all in together. You can watch him right here on Morning Rush. And again, listen to him on his podcast. It is called The Warning. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt. S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching.